This is Aruna Krishnan. On this episode of Leave That Thing, I talk to S.T. Rappaport, relationship photographer, creative journal expressive arts coach, and host of the Life Picks Relationships podcast. Welcome to the show, everyone. Today, I have with me S.T. Rappaport. She's a relationship photographer, creative journal expressive arts coach, and host of the Life Picks Relationship podcast. She's on a mission to find out what makes relationships work and how they can become extraordinary. Welcome to the show, Esty. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here speaking with you. Thank you. And uh, when we talked earlier, you told me about uh, what you do as a CGEA uh, expert. So, and I thought that would be really interesting for my audience to hear in terms of how can leaders help their teams or how can teams uh, get along with each other better? Let's say there's some toxicity in a team. How can people resolve those team differences? Let's start by talking about what is CGEA. Okay, so CJEA stands for Creative Journal Expressive Arts. We use journaling and art especially with a non-dominant hand to just like understand yourself better and access your subconscious. So the way it works is there's two sides of the brain, right? There's the right hemisphere and the left hemisphere. Mm -hmm. Each side of the brain is in charge of the opposite side of the body, right? Mm -hmm. Now the left side of the brain is in charge of all logic stuff like math, reading, writing, and the right side of the brain is in charge of all the creative stuff, art, music, drama, and it's in charge of emotions Mm -hmm. so when you write or do anything with your non-dominant hand you're going directly to the emotions part of your brain and then you could understand more what is going on so -hmm. whether you want to understand what's going on with you or with your team or with someone that you're not getting along with using your non-dominant hand will help you okay so let's maybe walk through an example of a leader is having trouble with having the team perform or getting his or her vision across or expectations across to the team. So how would you go about um, coaching that leader uh, and what would the, what the results generally look like? Yes. So when you write with your non-dominant hand, you could access the subconscious and understanding of other people. So if your team is not getting along or they're not performing the way you want them to, and you know that if you just start talking to them, you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to be able to give, say, your points and get across why it's important. You're not going to be able to understand why they're behaving that way and what you could do to do differently so that they should be behaving in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. So what you could try to do is have a dialogue between your two hands, which is really a dialogue between your two brains or really the dialogue between you and your team. Okay. So what you're going to do is whenever you write with your dominant hand, the hand that you usually write with, mm-hmm. because that's part uh, connected to your logic brain, mm-hmm. that's going to be you thinking logically what you would tell your team. Yeah. I need you to perform better. You're not getting along. You're not doing what I want. Whatever else you want to say. Maybe you want to give them some compliments, whatever you want to tell them, right? Yeah. That you're writing with your dominant hand. With your non-dominant hand, you're going to 
answer back to the dialogue. You're going to continue the dialogue as if you're writing for your team, either it's a specific person or your whole team in general, and you're having this dialogue. You're not thinking now because it's subconscious is working instead and you're just answering so if let's say you want to know why your team isn't being on time or why they're not meeting your goals you could say what with your dominant hand you thinking logically what is stopping you from meeting your goals and you'll answer with your non-dominant hand without thinking whatever comes out just mm -hmm. right and your team subconscious will be answering for you Mm. Right. So then you could understand better and you could figure out, okay, so what should I do about this? And could have that whole dialogue so you could understand your team and know how to deal with it. Mm -hmm. It's a uh, sort of putting yourself in their shoes and then it's, you're starting to develop sort of that empathy and, and be able to act as a leader with that empathy and uh, do the right thing in that way. Yeah, exactly. Once you understand them, then you can know what to do better, right? Even once right. you're empathetic, once you realize what's going on, not just like, okay, I have these demands. I know what I'm yeah. doing. This is it. No, like there's a reason why something's right. not working here. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. And so have you uh, worked with leaders in, in, your, uh, in your field or it's mostly with, uh, you've had relation, uh, uh, mostly with relationships you've worked with? Yes, I do work mostly with couples, yeah. uh, with people, people in marriages, mm -hmm. um, but this work could also get very personal on a very personal level. So although I'm working with the couple, it's the individual yeah. themselves. So same thing with the leader, although it's you and your team and you want, want to lead in the best way possible, yeah. that really starts with leading yourself yeah, and self healing yourself first exactly yeah, self-leadership right so you could use these same sort of techniques with yourself mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and heal yourself yeah that makes sense and um we had talked about an example where their uh, relationship almost simulated um toxic boss type of situation where someone was manipulating the other so walk us through that scenario and kind of tell us how the CGEA played out and what was the outcome of that uh, coaching session? Yeah, so I was working with this couple who had been separated. They're going through a really difficult time. Um, they love each other, but they're just not working out. It's just not working out. And I ended up doing a session with just the wife. Um, just to like clear up some baggage mm -hmm. and find out what's going on. Literally, that's what she did. She drew, anyone could do this. Anyone listening could try the same thing if you're trying to figure out something. Is like she drew a picture of like how she's feeling now. And she drew like locked up cages and stuff. She was feeling very trapped. Mm. And then she asked questions to the picture. So she wrote with her dominant hand all the questions and she answered with her non-dominant hand, similar to like what we did before mm -hmm. and had the picture answer. And while she was doing the whole process of it, she realized that she's been locked up her whole life. She's been mm. manipulated by her parents from a really little kid. For high school, she was sent to a different country and stayed by her aunt and was manipulated there. Yeah. And then now she's in her marriage 
And the only way she knows how to relate to her husband is by manipulating him. Mm -hmm. Now she loves him and she cares about him. And because she cares about him so much and he's overweight and she wants him to be slim, she is watching every single bite that goes into his Mm -hmm. mouth. And he Mm -hmm. shouldn't have sugary foods and he should, every single thing she's manipulating every part. But Mm -hmm. that's just ruining their relationship. So in order to deal with that, she had to first clear that manipulation, Mm -hmm. that trauma or baggage from from her childhood so that way she could go and deal with her husband. Now, that same thing with a leader. If you think that things are not working out, yes, there's a really big part of understanding, like we said in the beginning, the empathy. Mm -hmm. Why is that team not working but maybe there's something that you're doing without even realizing. And maybe just like you don't realize you're being passive aggressive to Mm -hmm. your team, you know, just because Mm -hmm. not as in a way to blame you or to like say you're a bad person. Right. But just our life experiences formula, like make us form us and make us become a certain way unless we consciously say, okay, now I'm not being manipulating anymore. So You'd want to be very aware of that. Yeah. So it's sort of a, yeah, exactly what you said, self-reflection and self-awareness to say like, oh, what am I doing to possibly create this situation or to be making this situation work? So I think that that's really, that's really uh, very true with leaders is to be self-aware and, um, you know, make sure that you are looking out and your actions are in the best interest of your team. And it's important to really know how you're acting and who you are while you do that. What are you, what kind of image of yourself are you projecting and uh, how is that being received? Right. Yeah. And sometimes it could be hard. Like you're in this situation, your team's not being the way you want them to. And you're not sure if it's you or it's them or it's Mm -hmm. both. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So journaling about it and just doing that, right? Having that conversation that we had before or drawing a picture and asking questions will help you realize that because when you write with your non-dominant hands, you are cutting out all the logic, reasoning, and like excuses that end up happening. So you get straight to the core and you Mm -hmm. can get the answers. Yeah, that's really interesting. And that's something I might try. You know, I I don't think that's Let me know how it goes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's not something you uh, naturally think about doing. And uh, tell me, how long has CGEA been around? Because to me, that's a relatively new concept. Do you have yeah, an awareness? It is quite new. It's been like 30, 40 years, something like that okay. in that range. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. It's But and like you said, like it sounds really weird. Like why are you writing yeah. with your non-dominant hand? Yeah. I was like a little put off by it first when I heard about it I was yeah. like that's not for me mm-hmm. but as soon as I started doing it and I saw what answers it gave me and like what I started understanding and becoming more self-aware of myself yeah. then I knew that like okay this is cool it's weird but it's yeah. different I'm doing it <laughs> yeah yeah I mean results are everything right so yeah. especially when once you experience it then you buy into it so it sounds like it could also be used for general problem solving, not necessarily just relationship oriented. And uh, uh, we had talked about uh, maybe an entrepreneur trying to solve a problem for his or her business. 
walk us through an example of how that would look. Sure thing. Can I give two? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. So first, let's say if you're in a problem, like right now, okay, you created a product and it's not selling mm -hmm. or there's something that's going on and you just can't do it. You're going to want to draw a picture of that situation that's happening. So let's say you have a product, you draw a picture of your product, you created mm -hmm. this really cool app or something and it's just not being sold. Okay. So draw a picture with your non-dominant hand, mm -hmm. the picture of the app. Okay. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to look beautiful. Literally, it's not hanging up on your wall. It's yeah. just a symbol, you know. And then what you're going to want to do is ask questions to the picture, which is really to the situation, right? Yeah. So you have two markers. Get really fun with it, you know, one in each hand. Dominant hand is going to think logically, asking the questions. Non-dominant hand is not thinking and is just writing the answers. Okay. Mm -hmm. So question number one, talking to the picture. Who are you? Okay. You write that down. Who are you to the picture? And you're answering the app that I just created or whatever your app is called, right? Mm -hmm. Remember you're answering, you're not thinking. Next question. How do you feel? I feel stuck. I feel frustrated. I am angry. However, the app is feeling the app, yeah. like it's really not really the app. It's the situation that's talking, right. right? Right. How do you, who are you? How do you feel? Why do you feel this way? Mm -hmm. And then what can I do to help you? So mm -hmm. with the last two questions, you'll start getting more answers. Like I feel this way because I'm not being sold or yeah. why do you feel this way? Maybe my clients aren't liking it or yeah whatever yes. I need to do more marketing and then you'll get your answers. Okay. So how should I do more marketing and continue the dialogue? You might get some answers and stay like, okay, what else do I need to do and continue mm -hmm. figuring out what's stopping me until you feel like you hit an answer that this, okay. Help. Yeah. And maybe even again, even if you got your answer, you'll want to try it again in a few days and get an even deeper answer right? because it gets very deep. So like you will, there's a lot of layers there that you'll mm -hmm. want to get to. Mm -hmm. And that's like a really good thing to do with any problem and whether it's right. a problem at work it's a problem right. with how you're feeling with your health you could do the same thing yeah with anything. okay yeah and then second one quick just quickly easy yeah. like i think it's like a great for from an entrepreneurial perspective like if you want to take your business much further okay yeah. so you what you could do is you could create a vision board take a picture a few pictures of how you want your business to look like, let's say in 10 years time, right? Yeah. What office it's being in, how are the customers, how happy are the customers, how much money you're making, just like different images that represent that feeling yeah. and ask the same four questions we just said before to the collage that you just made. Mm -hmm. So instead of it being to the problem, you're now focusing on the future. How can I make this much money? How can I do that? What else is it? Why are you feeling like that? Mm -hmm. How did I get there? And then you'll be focusing more on the future. So it depends what stage you're in, what you feel yeah. like doing. You could do both of them. Yeah, I think those are really helpful uh, tips. When you talked about the vision board, I just remembered uh, Pinterest board, right? It's like basically like what you have in mind and what you want. If you're doing like a home improvement, you put all these, pin all these things. So your vision board is really like, okay, from a business standpoint, you know, what, what kind of, uh, you know, building do you want to be in? What kind of products do you want to be selling? Who is your clients? And, you know, put that all on your board and then kind of work with the 
the non-dominant and the dominant hand do that exercise. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So if uh, people want to actually get some guidance on how to do this, uh, what is the best way to go about doing that? How do they, do they get in touch with you or do you have more information on your website? Yeah, the best way to be is to just like book a slot, go to Life Picks Relationships, L-I-F-E-P-I-X Relationships, with the S at the end, dot A-S dot M-E. And I'll be more than happy to speak with you, even just to give you some more tools of how you could do this by yourself starting right now. That sounds really good. And this was a really helpful topic. And I just love problem solvings and uh, approaching it in different ways. And uh, definitely, I'm glad you brought awareness to this because if you're saying it's been around for 30 years and this is the first time I'm hearing of it, I think it's great that we get this out and have people try it out because you never know if it'll sol solve their problems. You know, if you have more tools at, in your tool belt, the better, right? Yeah, exactly. People always ask me, like, does it work? I'm like, try it for yourself and you'll right. decide, you know? Like, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much, SD, uh, for being on. I really appreciate you taking the time and bringing this to my audience. I really had fun. Thank you. It was so much fun speaking with you. Thank you so much for having me.